when you team shit, you know you team shit. Like, I don't know. Dale's been in this league a long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're a quality manager, you know when your team's got it and when your team's shit. Cut that one up for the promo, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> I've enjoyed that way more than I should have. Faces on the podcast tonight as the cream starts rising to the top of the Ocho Bowl League. Welcome everyone to the Ocho Bowl official NFL fantasy podcast. Week 10's in the books. I'm joined by the commissioner, Andrew O'Halloran and Chris Keane, two guys in very different facial expressions as I look at them today. How are you boys? Good to be here. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure to be here, Manny, and a pleasure to see an extra face on my screen. Even though it looks like he's uh, in some sort of jail cell with the orange jumpsuit on again, but, uh, Woodsy, <laughs> welcome. Very potato-looking face it is. How are you, Wooda? In need of an, a haircut for sure. Yeah, going well. Thanks. Thanks for having me, boys. You're um, you're probably not bringing the same level of energy you've brought previous appearances. You've either been really up and about, just a lot of money on yourself, or you've been absolutely pasted with about four empty bottles of wine sitting behind you. Instead, you're sort of just sitting in a quiet room, bit of a reflective mood today. Absolutely, yeah. Usually I'm always talking the talk, but my team hasn't walked the walk for me this year. So just taking a little bit of humble pie and um, (laughs) we're we're going through a bit of a rebrand, which you guys would have seen uh, last week. Yes, the Kelsey curse. The Kelsey curse is real. So we're just working through some ways that we can kind of get around that and see if uh, we can make it one last push at it. Well, you're I was actually going to ask you. Sorry, mate. I was just going to say. I was going to ask you. Obviously, the the meat and potatoes that served you so well uh, last year. Are you planning on going down more of a hipster route now that you've had the rebranding? <laughs> I think I have maybe to draft less of those Tyree sort Hill. of. And... Yep. I think first pick next year. You can just lock it in, Tyreek Hill. I've just. No, got I want to absolutely I mix it up. Tyreek trade. I want to say Tyreek. I want some hipsters on the roster this year, mate. Honestly, your only chance. Fitzy and I were extremely close to doing Aaron Jones for Tyreek Hill. Um, I am Denard and just probably didn't have the the running back depth at the time, uh, but he was nearly a potato. Mish, can I um, ask a question? If someone gets wavered, if you get cut from a roster and then pick back up, you you become an 11th round pick the next year, right? To stop people from... 10th rounder, unless you were drafted early. Right, okay. If you're taken before the 10th round... I did think about that. Yeah, Yeah, I think Woodsy knows where I was going with that one. Just might be able to pick up. I was going (laughs) to drop Derrick Henry or something like that. Whoever's got the most fab just sitting there going, ooh, Derrick Henry. I don't think I like that rule. I reckon that needs a bit of a, a revisit. I reckon you should be dropping the, the keeper value of someone as well. Just I think it adds an extra spicy element. Anyway, Kamish, that's one for you to put on your, your end of season Google Sheet survey. 
You think you think like their eligibility should just reset yeah. once they get hit the waivers? Yeah, I reckon if you've got a guy yeah. that's you know, it's you, can, you can't have Derrick Henry though for tenth. Yeah, no, no. So no, my no. idea, with, I was chatting with Havers on the after futsal tonight. So my idea is not for next. Did year, you win? For the year after. Yeah, first things first. Did you get the win? I oh, know we got pumped. We were yeah. Havers <laughs> had his worst game in goals I've ever seen. Oh. Oh, I wonder if he's just getting a bit distracted by fantasy. Yeah, the pressure we talked of the about him. He's, he's, he's a game clear and percentage now. in top. Um, but so I was thinking, so you can still keep three players, but two of them with the same rules we've got now, and then you can keep one player for a first round pick, but it can just be any player. That way, like teams aren't just trading every good player; they're keeping. Um, but then I was sort of like, maybe have it so you can only keep that player once every four years or something, so that you know you don't just keep Mahomes keep for three years or something. Yeah, and then so right. two people like if you've got Mahomes and I've got Josh Allen, we don't just trade him back and forth each year. So it's sort of you know you get rewarded for having a good player, um, and it while teams will sell off, like you're not going to have every good player being traded at this point, like it is going to be this week. The, 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 I've got an idea. This might be a bit complicated, though. <laughs> Sorry, you go, Kenny. Oh, my, my, mine's a little off the centre, so I'll go you first. Yeah, mine's mine's pretty stock standard. I would have thought. So, what's the the current rule is if they're a keeper, they're three rounds up, right? So a fourth yeah. rounder becomes a first rounder. So I would have I would have thought if you um you do, basically you can't. I was going to say you can't trade. One of the first three rounders that you that you draft in that given year, and therefore they basically have to go back into the pool the following oh. year. No. Anyway, okay. it's all off season talk. We should probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I just want to throw mine out there because I've got a good name <laughs> for it. If this one gets up, what about if just for rivalry round, which we will get into later, this evening, you get to take back the player you had the year before. When you beat that team, so for example, uh, for not, no, plays, I'm putting a pin in this now. I'm not dealing. No, with no, no, just hear me out. Keeney, <laughs> Keeney beats Woodsy last year because Tyreek scores fifty, so he gets Tyreek back for this year, and we could call it the Super Flex, where you're just kind of taunting flex. the opponent with the big flex over them of the guy that beat him the time before. Just think yeah, about I'm it, Kamish. Put it, put it to a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even putting that to a vote. I'm just. It's, Put a, I'm taking the fork out of the meat and potatoes. I'm putting it in that because that is done. Hey, fair for Steve. Stand corrected. That's why I'm not the commission. Um, let's let's jump into a plenty of plenty of activity going on. Um, but the season's really starting to sort itself out. We're starting to get keeper trades. We're starting to get some of the unluckier teams early in the year in terms of high points for, but low wins starting to make oh, their way up oh, to the top end of the ladder. Uh, um, and I'll talk, uh, of course, about Jared on that one. But, um, yeah, no, <laughs> plenty, plenty happening across the league. We might, uh, why don't we kick it off with our headlines? If we had theme music here, we'd probably throw to it, but we're, we're not high budget here. So, um, Kamish, you usually bring good energy to this. Do you want to kick us off? Uh, so I've got one for the Arrested Development fans out there. Oh my god, we're having a fire sale. <laughs> uh, with all the teams uh, that are now out of it, myself and Woodsy, I think you're about to see a lot of trades for good players but for keepers. 
in the I mean I already made one this way uh, yesterday but I think this week is where it's about to hit peak trade I think Ooh. is Woodsy out of it I'm one game ah. behind you Steve so technically no but then so is the commission but he's called himself well, and if it was I'm one game and points as well which is why but only behind me if he wins this week some of the six and fours will have to lose and Woodsy's basically got them all covered in points four. So he's then running one win out. You can wait. When's, when's trade play. deadline? Because that's going nah, to... I, I almost next, have to have a Bob each so way. Next, it says next Friday on the thing, but it doesn't say what time. So as long as you get it in before the Thursday night game next week, even if the trade deadline's over, I'll push it through. So you get... Um, you get this round, and then you've got to trade before the week after. Okay, yeah. so I can have a little, a little flutter this round. See how we go against against Fitzy as well. Might might be a mid mid week or mid game trade. I reckon. See if yeah. you're going to knock him off. If you go down, if you're gone, it could be offload. That's yeah. true. Depending on who you've got, because you've you've um, got a mate, my, opportunity to really. Do some damage to the economic value of tattoo parlors. Exactly. <laughs> I will say that right. even though I might my season might not be over, the the commission's right. Like it's still a false fire sale down at uh, the old Kelsey Curse because Daryl Henderson's on a buy. Come knocking, fellas. He's available. Yeah. He's I think in average running back, he's a top ten per points per game. So just you know, hit me up. Give me a the fifteenth bloke. Maybe he's very valuable. Oh. This week, done the, done the research. Well, you did. Uh, you I, did try to trade him to me two days ago. Actually, I did. I did. Now, Steve, I had a very similar sort of headline to the commission. Mine was more around that we've got a pioneer of the the keeper trading, and I speak of my good friend, my fellow demon, the San Diego Demons, <laughs> Camo. Now, I've looked oh, at no. his roster, guys. I've looked at his roster and. <laughs> Whilst I see the great Trey Lance sitting there on his bench, I'm sure he'll get a start soon, Woodsy. Um, I also see Cam Akers. Now, he's got, um, obviously, the NFI tag next to him, which is obviously a non-football injury. But a lot of league members are thinking it's no fucking idea. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure which one it is. But uh, thanks to Camo once again for uh, giving the pups a sniff. (laughs) <laughs> we, it, so on that we can't we can't skip over that because nah, listen, we have you sat here on the podcast one week ago <laughs> and were like oh yeah keeper trades yeah I don't know I reckon oh come on might consider trading my homes we were off air for 30 seconds when you pressed accept on that trade was that came through literally within about a minute of us jumping off the call why didn't you just yep. do it live on the podcast <laughs> uh just had to do my due diligence before I uh, pulled the trigger. Oh my god! What due diligence? Who offered you? Know, you had to buy him dinner first. Tell me. I, I did, look. I didn't know if the pups were serious contenders this year, but um, just had to weigh that up. But um, no, it was, look, it was pleasing to be able to come to an agreement. <laughs> this reeks so, of, so- of Gold Coast letting go of Hugh Greenwood for nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It literally was. So just just yeah. for posterity, because no doubt a thousand years from now someone will be listening to this podcast on a and it won't be Camo tablet or something. You know, it won't be. Um, won't be his descendants either, because I'm sure they'll inherit his indifference. But the trade was 
actually, no, I'm sorry, that's the second trade. The original trade, Feed when we what, what was it again, Keeney? It was Patrick Mahomes for Trey Lance. That's it. Yep. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. So, and, then, and so the keeper value, obviously, is part of the trade. Which, so what, what backup, Trey Lance's keeper value quarterback. is... Well, let's be honest. He won't be a backup next year. Okay. So, I think we Keeney. all agree that, don't we? Keeney. If I, you've think got so. I think we all Patrick, agree. If you've got Patrick Mahomes who was taking a pick one in the draft, yeah. and Camo has been on record as saying that that was absolutely the right pick to make, would you not go and shop Patrick Mahomes for the best keeper out there instead of a guy that you're going to have to burn a, is it third or fourth rounder on, third rounder on next year? And we've seen him play one game and he scored 15 or 16 points of that game. He runs a lot, he's, great. He's definitely not playing next week now after no, Garoppolo today. No. I obviously didn't know that when he made the trade, but... You're gonna if, get if the Niners side. get going, if the Niners get going, Jimmy G will be a Niner next year. I guarantee you that. Mm. He's very cheap. He's very cheap. I disagree. To this but, is this is I, this is great because Keeney has look, to I defend really the hope, trade. I really <laughs> hope that um, nah. that Trey Lance does take over. But if I'm, I'm just saying, if I'm Camo, and I don't think Camo knows what he's doing. Let's be honest. You're shopping him out there for like even Deshaun Watson. How are you not well, taking that instead of Mahomes has surely got to be worth the best keeper pick there is? I would have yeah. thought. Let's pick one. And so who's, I know he's who's a got the best keeper year, value but... at the moment? It's got yeah, to be I mean, someone like Deshaun Watson for what? He's a ninth rounder next year, a tenth rounder? A l- yeah, tenth, I think. That's crazy. So the and you're whilst I whilst I won't ahead of him. Whilst I won't defend Camo because I think the beauty of trading in fantasy is knowing your league mates and targeting which ones to um, trade with. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to defend him. And if you want to get his opinion on the trade, then feel free to get him on. But what I will say <laughs> is, is there a world where Trey Lance, and whilst it might be a bit more unlikely now, is there a world where Trey Lance plays the back half of the year and he becomes a, a really good asset for him in playoffs, in fantasy? Yeah, maybe. But the, yeah, I mean, look, it, it's it's clearly it's really hard not to judge in hindsight, obviously, because that you can't you can't do that with trades. You've got to literally put it at the time. But so on that point, so Kamo was sitting in the playoffs. He had Taylor Heineke, who probably has the starting job, but could lose the starting job if Fitzpatrick comes back. No, his other quarterback, because he's given up. Is he, he's got is he Lance. for the year? He's just still sitting. Is he definitely out for the year? Okay, fine. So he's got Heineke, no who's set. Yeah. Then he's got Trevor Lawrence, who yep. he, he's a starter, whether he's um, much value. He's got Darnold, who oh, who knows? Just probably um, lost his job. And um, potentially, and Trey Lance as a, as a backer. I guess my point is, as in player's contention, he may end up with not two starting quarterbacks. He's probably going to. He's got enough options there, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he could have been thinking playoffs when he traded that. I reckon he's in full rebuild. Hundred percent. And my criticism is is more could have got more rather than actually doing. Oh, absolutely. That's probably Plus, more. I think. I think um, Keeney has really jeopardised the integrity of the league with that trade. It's an absolute <laughs> uh, disgrace. <laughs> well, I don't agree with the trade. I'm going to be on Keeney's side here. In the got to be an opportunist, though. It's, it's, more, like, yeah, it's not our job to coach Camo's team. <laughs> Camo thinks Trey Lance is going to be a great player next year. Then For a third rounder. Yeah. 
But I mean, that's I mean that's a part best part of fantasy is like when you're high on a player and no one else is, and then they prove everyone else wrong, and then you call them dickheads for the rest of the year. So, True. And so here's Come I, mean, I think like I touched. That. I think I touched on it last <laughs> week. I reckon. So his upside is. So his upside has to be Jalen Hurts from this year, right? So that's for me a pretty solid comparison. Now, what's Jalen Hurts is probably like QB two on the season. If you could get Jalen Hurts' year right now for a third rounder, would you take it? He's QB six on averages. I think I looked at it when you said that. Is he? Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually would. Because a lot of people hadn't had buys. You wouldn't? wouldn't be. T- I wouldn't be touching that. Uh, but remember, I, 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 I didn't draft a QB till the tenth, and and I, I, I think that strategy's been fine. So and the thing is, if it, if you knew he was going to be the starter, like I. Like what Hertz played three games or two and a half games because they put him for that last one, and then he was a fourth rounder. So, but I, I think you're proving the point though. The fact that they were having this discussion and <laughs> Camo traded the number one overall pick from this year for a guy that we don't know whether that's going to be great keeper value. That's the wild part. But so well done, Keeney. Very good job, mate. Would you? Yeah, I mean, you're lucky to have you. If I mean, we spent ages on this, so we should move on. But just one last question. Flip the same situation, but instead of Lance, you've got Lawrence, who you know is going to be a starter for you next year, there's no doubt. But he maybe doesn't have the upside because he's not the running quarterback type. Do you do the same trade if you come in? No. And because you reckon he, he doesn't have to exercise the keeper if... Lance isn't going to be the starting quarterback. Like that's the other thing. You don't have to use a third round. Yeah, he might. You just have the option. It it seems like it's an upside play. Yeah. I I think that's pretty clear. Um, I'm more confident than Woodsy that Garoppolo won't be there next year. I just know Shanahan loves him, but there's a fair chance Shanahan might not be there next year. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, Move on. I'll give you... So that was that was good 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 topic. Um, I'll give you mine, and it, it's it's a two part of mine. Um, the headline is "Cream Rises to Top" as Fitzy slips perilously close to playoff cliff edge. Um, bit of a Andrew Long type headline there, but <laughs> obviously, my, my my point I think is you've got. The two highest scorers sitting first and second now in Havers and Jared. Probably, I think we've all talked about Jared's team and probably back where it deserves to be. Havers clearly will win the flag. It was done in week one. So, you know, no surprises. He's top. Um, I think I'm third. I've snuck back into the four now. And then Dale, who's fifth, but on a big slide with some injuries, he's sitting seventh. So I slid back in the six. He's seventh. So we're just starting to see a little bit of order restored in terms of the top scorers, Woodsy being the one exception, as we referenced earlier. But amongst all that, if the fixture was slightly different this week, Fitzy could be out at the end of this week of the playoffs if he loses. He's six and four with a still a reasonable points for. forty-five, not too bad. Not too bad, but sitting behind him at five and five is me on fifteen forty-one. Dale on 14.82. Both of us could go past him. And then obviously he's the same amount of wins as uh, the absolute juggernaut of Keeney, the pups, as well as um, as well as Reese. So within a week or two, he could be in a bit of strife. And how does that make you feel, Andrew? 
the prospect of maybe having some blank skin again. Um, I don't know, excitement in the it's the quest for six, not the quest for the second. Um, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, wanted to come down to the last point. game. You know, this is what well, I was we do for. As, as we touched on. We touched on last week, but he's got Havers and Jared to finish the year off. Yeah. It's uh, it's brutal. I'm expecting some pretty good offers coming from the commission this week. Get me over the line, mate. I need the win. Your season's over. You, there's a tattoo at stake here. I've got. It's already week. started. Um, good call. Good call. I'm not anti getting this tattoo. I wouldn't offer it if I didn't want to get the tattoo. <laughs> like. Oh, I'm all like, for that trade, by the way. But, it's, but you know, I'm not going to cry when I get a Fitzy tattoo. I'll cry when I don't get a Fitzy tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, if you, I know you don't, but if you played him in the last game and it was literally down to <laughs> you throw it the tattoo, yeah, would you take a knee and just bench all your players? No, part uh, of he's got to earn it. Take integrity. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> some no, tattoo slut just getting tattoos. Uh, fitting for the hell of it, like you've got to work <laughs> to get on this body. That's one of the great hypotheticals. If you played Fitzy in the last week, you don't. But if you did, like... yeah, who does? Who's the <laughs> who who actually does play Fitzy last week? Uh, no, it's Jared. Jared. Oh, Imagine if back back. it is Jared. Imagine if Jared has top two He's sewn up. Oh, going into the last week. He will. He's got right, part of it is you're not allowed to give him wins because he had to earn yeah. it. it was... Sure, but Jared plays some weird fantasy like Jared... roster decisions at the best of times. Oh, how's this? Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. But couldn't he just trade? <clears throat> couldn't he trade a few of his better players to players that are on by? <laughs> For that week, True. that's Jared, that's above yeah. board. He's got well, half he could, the players he that are could on trade by earlier. Anyway. There you go. So, yeah, and, and unfortunately for Fitzy, he's got no Patriots, so he loses. Well, he would also have to do it me. next week because. Oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we're getting too complicated. Woodsy, what's your headline, Woodsy? Uh, my headline is a little bit of humble pie. Sorry, Dale, I was wrong. Ooh. The Kelsey <laughs> curse is real. <laughs> Picked up the bloke when I was sitting three and two, and now I'm four and six. Proof, proof is oh. in the pudding. The only win has been against Ben. And if Ben's churning out 156 and you need 160 odd to beat him, that's a fucking curse as well. So, Dale, you are right. <laughs> well, the three teams that have had him now, as we said, sitting bottom three. Just... Yep. He's one and six. Kelsey's one and seven in his games. No, sorry. Oh. What was it? Uh, one and nine. Was it? I'm prepared to dabble in the Kelsey curse, would you, if you want to talk oh, trades right. offline? Talk yeah, about absolutely. correlation causation. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I put that in the, <laughs> in the chat the other day. <laughs> He's still the tight end oh. one. Yeah, it yeah. must, must yeah. be the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Williams is your problem, mate. Yep, he's a fucking dud. I want him dead. <laughs> 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 the worst thing is, is that the keeper value is so good that we're going to go through this again next uh, season as well. Is it? He, I reckon he might have no keeper value mate. by the end of the year. No, mate, he's a 12th rounder. That, I, I was yeah, I remember. Today. Who oh, went, no, you've got to keep him. No, he's a 10th rounder. have to keep him. 10th no, rounder, that's, is it? that's one of the best keepers out there. 
Michael Gallup, Will Fuller. This is guys Curtis Samuel that went in these rounds yeah, last, yeah. last season. Corey yeah. Davis. I, rem- Jacob I remember Wood- Woodsy. Do you remember after Woodsy after about three weeks, you offered me the old buy high duo of Mike Williams and Antonio Brown. <laughs> no, Imagine no, if I it? did that. The pups was- would be just suicidal. Wasn't it, um... <laughs> no, you could trade him to Kenya for Tamo for keeper value. You'd be fine. No, wasn't it Miles Gaskin and Antonio Brown? I think it was oh, even worse. I think it was after his 30-point game. <laughs> hey, to be fair to Antonio Brown, Standard. I was looking at this today. He's fifth overall in points per game. The problem is he's just not fucking playing. Yeah, it's like Gronk. Gronk's probably still winning points per game for Jared. Just yeah, those two games a year. I meant for, for wide receivers, that was. Um, right, let's let's move oh, along. Dear. The the big uh, let's move to the ladder. So we might we might just do it the way we've been doing it and start at the bottom. Um, ben one and nine, he plunges two, which with a, a not actually like twelve nine. He's a low lowest points four, but he's only eighteen points behind Yukimish. So he's not actually not 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 miles behind. But I, I will be the first to admit he was. Very unlucky not to win on the weekend. Mate, I was going to say, he was a sniff, wasn't he? Massive sniff. Th- so I, it was an unlosable game if you looked at the two teams for me, particularly because he had buyer problems as well. But everything that could have gone wrong for me went wrong to the point where he definitely shouldn't have lost that. Like I got really lucky with – I wavered um, Brian Edwards, who had his career high, scored yeah. 18, and that was, the, that was the reason I won. Just so in the um... – um, when it started being close, there was like I saw like Ben had two roster spots to give, and there was Brian Edwards and um, Deshaun Jackson were the only two like ranked players left available oh. that he could have picked up if he. I think he had meetings on Monday morning, so he wasn't at his computer. If he'd been at his computer, uh, could have cock blocked him. I well, so I was um, there was um, what's his name. Zay Jones, whatever. The, yeah. He was the other one. Zay Jones, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he actually ended up scoring, but I don't think a lot. Now, look, I, I, was, I was really lucky. That was a complete get out of jail. The other thing that I know you could kind of say this about anything during the game, but he, Kittle looked great early and then he got completely game situationed out of it. Otherwise, he would have won in a canter. Mm-hmm. Because he scored, he had basically, he needed to score 23 and he scored 12 in the first drive, scored about four on the next drive after that. But unfortunately, they got a defensive touchdown and they went 21 yeah. seven so up. And it, it just, Debo did a couple of big plays. He just like, yeah, it was, it was painful to watch. It made me realize I'm going to look at my matchups and make sure I never go into the Tuesday where the other teams got one player and I've got no. Because just the most <laughs> defensive way of watching a game where you're hoping things don't happen, but nothing to cheer for. It's just horrible, horrible viewing. And in this game, how's how's this? This is a pretty underrated one, but Donovan Peoples Jones got double covered by Bill Belichick <laughs> as the as the only decent receiver on the Browns. So literally, yeah. like he's the like Odell in. trade. The the only thing though, like in I mean, no, I'm the one saying he was desperately unlucky, but he had he played three backup running backs. And all three of them have the guys ahead of them get injured. So Tuba Hubbard got a bunch of touches because McCaffrey was off the field half the yeah. game. 
Dylan scored 26 because oh Jones got injured. <laughs> um, and Jordan Howard, I mean, he, he arguably was more of a starting running back, but he still, he did a bit as well when he's clearly way down the depth chart normally. But yeah. Like sometimes you've got to win ugly. So, and we're not talking about me, we're talking about Ben. So, a bit stiff this week. Moving up the ladder, Kamish, the curse breakers in open rebuild mode. Oh. Put on eight this week. It's nearly Nintendo like when you add the extra wide receiver and super flex. That's worse, I reckon. I'd um, almost argue it's worse than a Nintendo. Maybe not 88. Maybe 80 would be worse than a Nintendo. Um, the white light I've had a 70 this year. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he's going to be there. But he'll still be the starting who, who, quarterbacks of our heart. Who who else are you? Come on, open open to the to the listeners here on the podcast. Who who's up for sale? Uh, also Zeke, obviously. Mm. Yep, uh, he's the main one, right? Yeah, Terry McLaurin is Trey Lance. Not looking that good, but he has a great playoff schedule. So if you're in the playoffs, you might want to be looking at him. Um, they're the main two, I think. Trey Lance is also- Zeke. Uh, oh, nah, probably. Uh, well, I've got an offer coming up, but I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. I'll, I'll wait till we get to the situation. Are you making an offer to someone in the team in the podcast? Yes. Ooh. Oh, no, I was going to say wait till 30 seconds after the podcast and send it through. <laughs> now, let's let's do some live <laughs> trades because I was about to send you one as we speak. Ah, well, so the trade now. is going to be because so, I play you this week, so yeah. I'll do. Uh, Zeke for um, what's his name? The quarterback, Bateman? No, you want Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson or Jordan Love? Yeah, because Jordan then Jordan Love, please. No, I want Jordan Love. I uh, <laughs> come on, you trade, <laughs> trade, you trade your tra- backup for a uh, for Jordan a Love. QB. Terrible. Pick one. <laughs> uh, so, Kamish, I so you're definitely you you're just done, are you? Like, if so, if you beat Manny this week, you're level on wins. Why, yeah, why have you but I'm also then behind on points. So I'm essentially two wins behind everyone that's in yeah, playoff contention. Four games left. Four weeks to go. You hate to see it. It's as tight as that. Well, that's one thing we haven't really talked about. <laughs> From second to 11th, it's two games between. Like, it's so tight with four weeks to go. Yeah, but... I, Woodsy, is still a chance. When you when your team's shit, you know your team's shit. Like... I don't know. Dale's been in this league a long time. <laughs> yeah. When you're a quality manager, you know when your team's got it and when your team's shit. Cut that one up for the promo, Manny. <laughs> oh, I've enjoyed that way more than I should have. <laughs> oh, I hate Dale. <laughs> I reckon we knew his team was shit when he drafted Ev Smith Jr. <laughs> exactly. That's what I meant. <laughs> when you drafted injured players. Um, <laughs> Is uh, it the first week he's been out of the, t- the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. He, I'm that's pretty right. sure. I'll, I'll check, but I think home. he won week one. Yeah, he beat me in week one. Yeah. He's still... Okay. He I just good. I clicked on week one. 193 I put up. So. <laughs> <laughs> the first um, thing that popped up. But yeah, like 
I'm curious can tell it. And there's also with how the keeper rules are like, I don't want to be left holding the bag when if I can get more potential keeper options and I'm just taking them away from you guys from next year as well. Yeah, you've always been an early adopter. I, I'm a bet, betting you own an iPhone X or whatever the newest uh, is. default too, man. Yeah, exactly. You're in the metaverse and everything else that, you know, cutting edge. Uh, why wouldn't you be keeper trading before everyone else too? I just I just would have I just would have thought that because it's so close, don't you want to be in a bit of a double dip situation? Like sort of, sort of like what Woodsy's That's what thinking I'm, of. Like if you can have a run, you, you have a go. Otherwise, leave it really late. And even if you do sell off and you keep winning, you can sell them back if you yeah. think you're a sniff. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Anyway. I I reckon um, I've thought about this keeper thing and I'll, I'll share this on the podcast. I reckon we're overvaluing the keepers, not just because... <laughs> They're like, and I, I say this as someone who's got keepers to trade, so I realize I'm doing my own brand a bit of damage here. But I reckon overvaluing keepers because, firstly, yes, it's advantage to get these guys at a, at a higher pick, but everyone's going to have a bit of it. Secondly, one injury and that whole thing's gone. So throwing away your season for a pick, like it can happen, you can have pick one and you don't get McCaffrey at all. Like, I think we're only sort of seeing the upside in the keepers rather than going. Like you could use the keeper and then get nothing out of it next year. And that's the bit I don't reckon we're sort of factoring in. Um, I, the way I was looking at it is that it's just, if you can get, so like Waddle with a seven, Patterson, if they don't draft another running back with a 10th, and then say um, Mitchell with a 12th, like, and then you've got six picks to pick like two quarterbacks, like a running back and three wide receivers. And then you've got nearly. You can a... plan your draft really well. Yeah, like... you, yeah, you're going to be in a better position. But like, I'm just sort of like Patterson could easily idea. be the Naheem Himes of last year, who has a really good yeah. year, and then he's just nowhere again. Or McKissick was another running back like that. That just this yeah. year he's got no fantasy value. I'm not saying no, it will be, and I get you're in a better be position. Dirt. I just think we're overrating. Good... That's why I'm trying to get five or six, because then you get more options. Like if you only if you go into the off season with three and then they draft like the next Najee Harris or whatever whatever team, then you're sort of stuck with the backup. Whereas if I have five or six, then I can sort of take my pick because you're picking them like a week or two before the draft. Yeah, I tell you what, Fitzy has one of the best fucking keepers out there, Hunter. Renfrew. Yeah, I agree. Hey, I said that last week. Yeah, agreed. It's unreal. That's a multiple year keeper at the rate that he's playing at at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. He's just, he just, he's a meat and meat and potatoes type player that people just yeah, he's right because he's not. He's right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> Mate, Jimmy G's a fifteen three under next year as well. Yeah, he's a starter. Some meat, take that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. So Rugs uh, is more of a Rugs is more of a hip pick. <laughs> He's in jail. Now. He's in jail now. <laughs> but Renfro's more your meat and potatoes. Is um has Woodsy come dressed as rugs? Is it kind of a bit of your Halloween costume you still got on with your orange jumpsuit tonight, Woodsy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> let's keep moving up the ladder, Woodsy. You're in tenth. Um, yep. We've, we've touched on you a bit. You've you've apologised. You've You've said you're kind of hedging your bets, but your your one one eye is in rebuilding mode. Yeah. What else you got for us? 
I look at my team and it, like I fucking hate it, but it, it, on paper it looks okay and it just keeps fucking losing. I think the boys told me before that I was four and two, and now I'm four and six. So, so what I've do you, got a trade what do you do at running considering back? offering to you. Oh, just hook me up. So I've got. Um, it's looking like I've got for the listeners out there. I'll have no Aaron Jones this week. He looks like he's out for one to two weeks, and yep. Daryl Henderson's on bye. So, yep. I'm, so you got I'm a running back two Miles issue. Gaskin. At the moment, I've got McNichols, who has not been the player that I thought I would spend fifty-four fab on, and Jeff Wilson started to get some touches this week, but it's still clearly Elijah Mitchell's backfield, or maybe even fucking Debo Samuel's back backfield. <laughs> yeah, and I've uh, my sources tell me that Benny Roth will be out again this week. That's okay; he's on the bench anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll roll with and Jimmy Ryan Gigan. Fitzpatrick. You probably drop him. Yeah, I probably will. I'll just keep him there in IR. Just just on the off chance that he might get to some decent kind of keeper situation as well. I know it's a, probably a 1% chance. I think quarterback yeah, for Carolina next year. That's a fair yeah. call, actually. Yeah, that's a Denver like? QB. I've seen that one before. I got yeah. him with an 11th last year. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. It's not terrible. Keep him there. He's not hurting me. Anyway, so Manny, I'm fucking very, very keen to listen to any any trades for running backs at the moment. I just, uh, I'll, just I'll, I'll texted you on buy as well. Um, just send you a text. Odell on buy. What do you think of Odell in his new home? I actually, I think it's great. And I, my dad, Robert Woods, obviously did his ACL, so he's going to be out <laughs> for the next twelve months. Odell's a sneaky keeper next year. If, if if we see him get a little bit of target volume, what did what did Fitzy take him? It'd cost me a fourth. Yeah, that's if they do re-sign him. Did, um, where did you take Antonio Brown? Um, He's got a little I bit would, of keeper. I'd, I'd definitely look at that if, um, if it does if come to healthy. that sort of scenario. Um, you're, we'll add it on the podcast while we're you and you're talking about the team. You love bye weeks, don't you? As in you love trying to exploit the bye week loophole on a trade. You have to. Yeah, you have to. You're, you more than anyone. I've never received a trade offer from you where you weren't trying to give me someone yet to have their buy in exchange for someone who's already had theirs. Yeah, or the other way around for Dale. Like I knew I was, I was going to lose against the commission. <laughs> Might as well give up. Yeah. Um, the, give up the, real chess, the real chess checkers move, then I'm going to... Uh, Reveal a bit behind the curtain here, boys, just on the podcast. The real chess <laughs> really checkers move is you identify the player that that you're playing in week 12 and then just sell them week five, <laughs> 12 by players. And yeah. Yeah. Yes, they don't see it coming. They do not see it coming. It's just like you log a win. It's just yeah. like they Guess who that happened to as, as soon as today? Like he copped it today. <laughs> Fitzy, he had the wall pulled over him by Jared. Uh, he, Jared, Jared does this. David Montgomery. David Montgomery had the buy this week. Debo Samuel was the big chip. Yep. Yeah. Debo was the big chip. And literally won in the game, didn't it? Because Jared was predicted to lose going into today. Fitzy, mate, you need to do your due diligence on shit like that when that offer comes through. Looks good on the surface. Just make sure that no one's fucking playing you. (laughs) Jared did this um, last year. If I remember this correctly, he had to beat Cam to make playoffs. And Cam was sitting on top. So he went to Cam and said, I'll trade you 
all my guys. Basically, give me your guys this week, and I'm going to give you buy players. So you're tanking this game, but you're getting a massive win out of the trade. Yep. And Cam was like, yep, yeah, I've got wins to burn. I'm sitting pretty on top for the trade. And then Cam beat him anyway. Well. With, like, no team. Which is what, in fairness, it's what Keeney kind of did to Reese a few weeks ago. Like, in fantasy, anything can happen. You're, you must get together a roster. Ben almost did it to me this week. You just a few things go away. Anyone can win, but yeah, Jared basically backfired on himself by trading himself into a to a loss. Love it. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's let's keep going. Um, sitting above Woodsy on the ladder is the um, probably. Sorry, not too happy with they are, but yeah, the old San Diego Demons. Mr. Sitting fifth when he started tanking or fourth, he might have been the time. Next. Talk about bye weeks. Oh boy. This week, yeah. We'll get to his we'll get to his oh. matchups a bit later, but gee whiz. He's got some replacements, but it's not pretty. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you pretty much carry the entire Denver Broncos. It's like a yeah. you know, Homer from the Hank Scorpio episode. Just he where, might have intended where, to draft the Cowboys, but he's ended up with 15 Broncos. Where's wow. he at, boys? Can he can he can he challenge with Heineke, Lawrence, Javante Williams, Najee Harris? Like they're the pieces, T. Higgins, they're kind of the pieces that need to get him over the line. Can he get to playoffs, you reckon? No. I feel like Najee's not going to be on that team by next week. Ooh. I reckon he's in tank mode. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Camo's just like he just wants to get rid of his good players, so then he doesn't have to pay attention to the league. He's just he doesn't want to sp- spend the mental energy. Yeah, because really, with with the bye weeks this week for him, he almost needs to make a call. It's all yeah. almost right. Oh well, I recover my bye week players and give myself one last crack here to go to six and four and and beat a six and four team, or it's all over and I start. Trade it all away. I'm gonna, One or the other. Crystal ball stuff here. I'm going to tell you exactly what will happen. Jared right now is frantically trying to offer Camo trades to get Najee Harris. and To win it. None of them will get done and the commission will end up with it. And you'll also get a couple <laughs> of low ball offers from Havers and Dale for Najee, which he barely even considers. But, the, I, but mark my words, Najee Harris will be on the curse breakers. Even though the commission is openly tanking, it's somehow end up. It's my prediction. So what's what's Najee's keeper status? Nothing, because he was a second rounder. He was a second rounder, so. Ah, okay. Yeah. See, on no, my no, rules, Kamish, you wouldn't be able to trade him. <laughs> At all? or You've got to be able to trade, trade like yeah, a first rounder for a first rounder. Him, yeah, no, you have to be able to trade him in general. It may be just yeah, within, within the, within the top three it. tiers. Oh, you right, just, you got you it. just say yeah. you can't uh, can't attach a keeper to it. Like you still might want to trade him for someone who will take it. Oh, in so the, okay. Down. So the player you trade for has Loses no keeper, keeper value. status. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't mind that. What? Let's the keep keeper status. Not wrinkles. This is this is going with Manny's rule in that as the first who has to keep track of it all. I'm just no. Too much. That's easy. That's an easy one. And then what you can do then, right? Then the next trade for the league. Then the next trade is because the commission hasn't kept the record of what's happening, even though they've lost their keeper value, you say, look, he's still got his keeper value. You <laughs> trade him for a good player trade him for another keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, already thinking, boys. Already thinking. <laughs> Watch out, Camo. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Uh, next. Uh, 
Yeah, eighth is Cam, five and five, 1381 points four. Um, ironically, also on 1381 points four is the Pops. So just very similar seasons between you and Cam, although maybe, well, actually, I reckon heading on similar trajectories. Cam's been putting up some big numbers of late. And uh, he was obviously involved in the latest trade with yes. the commish. So part Joe, two. Joe Mixon and Ryan Tannehill. Team got well, yeah, up. he did. But but going back, actually, because we talked about the part one of the Keeney trades. This is almost like the Star Wars saga. This is the Keeney, the Keeney Wars. He's um he's taken a paperclip and Trey Lance, and then he's he's turned it into Mahomes, and then he's turned Mahomes and Michael Carter into Dak Prescott and James Robinson. And he's gone from rags to riches. All of a sudden, he's putting up top scores of the week. He's flying. He's sitting fifth. Unreal scenes. <laughs> anyway, Cam's on the other side of that, so he's got Mahomes and Carter. And look, man, Mahomes, maybe I sold off early on Mahomes. He, he went nuts on the weekend. Um, what did he have? He's, he had his best game for a while. 36 he put up. Best game of the year. So yeah. who knows always, if the, new, the, old, the old Mahomes is back or not. Um, he's got a reasonable matchup. That was in playoffs, week, yeah. he's got. But I'm looking playoffs. He's kind of got Chargers defense isn't great. Um, Vegas, I know that's the last week. He's got Vegas last week, then Chargers, Pittsburgh, Cincy. If he can get to Cincy in the final, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Well, anyway. and if, if if go back to Cam's roster though, he's got Dale this week. Who I don't know if Chubb's back from COVID or not, but he's um his team's in trouble. Basically, his entire team was Derrick Henry and. Um, probably slight exaggeration there, but um, he's he's <laughs> he's really. in a little bit of trouble. He's in decline. I, I, Chubb's good. Right. Wilson's good. Wilson was out. Metcalf's good. Anyway, um, but my point was going to be Cam. His team has basically completely turned over in the last week. So this week he will start Mahomes, Mixon, Carter. Um, he'll start Ryan Tannehill, and he'll get Saquon Barkley back. That's five new yeah. players that he hasn't had for about like, well four of them are new and the other one he didn't have the last month. Kickers and defense are pointless. So the only kind of mainstays are Sanders, Keenan Allen, um, Devonta Smith, Mike Kosicki. They're yeah. okay. I, I, it's well, not a bad roster. No, nah, exactly. And if Saquon can stay healthy and return to old Saquon for the for the remaining four weeks, he can he can do enough to get back in with his points he, four. He's got a little, um, I don't know, we talked about this guy last week, but Michael Thomas still sits there. And he's the other one that you could, if you found a true believer who was selling off pieces for keeper, uh, you, you could turn him into something. Yep. And he's got Ramondre Stevenson on his bench who pretty good on the weekend. He's looking all right. He was undrafted, Kamish. Uh, Ramondre, yeah. I think he got cut at one point, so... Um, mm. he was picked. I think he might have been picked up. Wait, I don't know. I've got a, I think Jared, he's on here somewhere. Actually, yeah, that rings a bell. I reckon Jared had him, didn't he? Yeah, he was picked well, in the Jared round 15, but then he was cut, so he'd be a 10th to keep. Yeah, um, still pretty decent, sort of, but who knows? I don't think Damien Harris is going away, but yeah, no, no. Um, moving up, seventh sitting just outside at the moment is. Old Irv Smith Jr.'s meniscus, Dale. Um, talked about him. He got Russell Wilson back this week, which probably didn't go the way that <laughs> Russell Wilson would have hoped, but he's only going to get better, you would assume. 
and he's uh he's got Nick Chubb who'll recover from COVID at some point. He's still got a decent team. A few little holes. He gets Clyde Edwards yeah. a layer back probably this week. I, I wouldn't, I don't think he's done. He's sitting just outside on percentage. I'm willing yeah, to the, call it. I reckon he's done. The Clyde yeah. Edwards Alaire's one is really interesting because you could argue Daryl Williams good. has looked better and yeah, he's not very good. Not DK Metcalf's a little bitch. He's an absolute little bitch, that bloke. Um, he wears a pacifier yeah, outside of those guys. As a, as a mouth guard. So yeah, he, he's, he's quite literally baby. a baby. Like Dale. But um, who would you yeah, rather? Would you rather DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett? DK Metcalf. Lockett's yeah, hurt. Lockett, mate. That guy Lockett's is a, infre- he's a incredibly frustrating. He's a Because he scores 40 or five. Yeah, he's a hipster. In mm. Yeah, he's a genuine hipster. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think looking at Dale's team, he's got the capability to go boom on a given week, but the consistency week in, week out might be an issue. That's what I kind of see. Like Cooks, Metcalf, Evans, Moss, given week, Ryan, any given week, Clyde edwards Lair. who knows what those kind of players are going to give you every week. It could be yeah. 20, could be five. Don't yeah. forget um, keeper Dalton Schultz as well. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck <laughs> if, oh, if I was Dale, serious? I would be, and I'm probably not the best idea to give him advice at the moment, given I'm a person he's taking trying to take a spot of other players. But I would be playing obviously Wilson and Metcalf every week. I would also be playing Russell Gage instead of Corks and just trying to pair him up with, yeah, just go the stacks and just swing for the fence. Yeah, the double because if, if Ryan Gage and Wilson, Metcalf go off. Maybe even trade for You're Lockett. just not going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Lockett's up for grabs if up. you want him. Triple stack. Jesus. While we're on Dale, before we move off him, um, and we start talking about the teams that are actually in the playoff contention at the moment, <laughs> is um, any, anyone got any trades to, to, to add him on from this week? No, nothing. Oh, oh, we were very... I could have fucked him over. On the um the I don't know I was drunk I must have been Saturday night and Dale was happened to be drunk too which happens often I think but we started chatting and I put forward uh, Julio Jones for Brandon Cooks who was on a buy because um, I saw I think Dale needed a wide receiver funny thing is Jones didn't end up playing but it came out the next morning that Jones was on IR we got very oh, close to that he's like yeah he's like oh I'm I'm gonna hold on to Cooks. Because I think he has like a little bit of keeper value. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And then he sent me another trade, which was Russell Gage, Mike Davis, and Marquez Callaway for Julio Jones. And I saw it in the morning at the same After time. After he got I saw, it to IR. No, oh, yeah, I, oh. at the same time I saw the news and I sent him a text saying, I could fuck you over so bad right now. <laughs> accepting that. But the truth was, I didn't want to drop two other players to make yeah. it. Yeah, I was going to say it's a bit of a. <laughs> Yeah. He's offering you just yeah. a bunch of yeah. Yeah, or like no. Mike, if he offered me Mike Davis for Julio Jones alone, I would probably would have taken that. I, I did have. I couldn't wait to get. Well, you could have. Oh, yeah, oh, then you oh, you got to drop to accept the trade. No, you, no, you have too many, and then you can drop those two. Oh, I did not know that. Maybe you I could have done it. I reckon because it just says <laughs> you've got an illegal roster, and you got to figure out. Who yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I, I did say to him, I wouldn't do that to you, but it is Dale. He Between us, we could have destroyed him this week because 
he sent me two trade offers um, because I was obviously having my running back problems with. Sorry, well, I was going to have a problem somewhere. I had to. I was going to have to waiver someone. It was definitely going in one shot, and um, I ended up bringing in Brandon Bolden. But um, he sent me two offers. One was for Mike Davis. The other one, I can't remember who it was, but both of them got left pending up until the game started. And I woke up at three o'clock or whatever it was on Monday morning because I was watching the World Cup final. And I was sitting there going, I could accept this. And it's just going to throw everything into turmoil because the commission is going to have to be like, do I approve it or not approve it? I don't even need the players. They They were IR players for me. It was like yeah. Logan Thomas for someone, so it made no difference to my roster. Yeah, but I can ruin Dale's team here because I can take his starters away. And there, <laughs> similar to you, I just thought it's too much effort. Yeah, I'm a prick, but I'm not an absolute prick. Yeah, no, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, especially I, I feel for that. <laughs> I agree. After well, after his his unlucky season last year, and if you want to know how unlucky it is, just ask him. He's then. <laughs> Started really well, and he's then had um, he's had Chubb get injured for half the year, and then he's had Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah. I feel he's been a bit. Well, I've actually he's heard that. Um, I actually heard that he's actually gone through Ben's uh, schedule this year and compared it to his team from last year, and just seen where he would sit <laughs> on the ladder this year with his team from last year. <laughs> Shouldn't put a pass in. I think he's. I think he's seven and three or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it, weird that week where Metcalf played against Metcalf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, but, was, yeah. We worked through that. Yeah. Um, let's move into six. The old Johnny United sensible haircuts just snuck our way in. Um, we haven't been in the playoff mix for a few weeks, so it's good to be back amongst it. Five and five. Um, just, just building. Hopefully, got the commission this week. So, trade out as many of your pieces as you like. Miss. Especially to me, well, so I, that I can beat Fitzy and you can this is, not have a tattoo. I, I almost think, I think we touched on it last week, but I think this is almost the storyline of the last four weeks is just facing teams that are the, the advantage of facing teams that are just starting to sell pieces out. It's a huge mm. advantage yep. to come up against those type of teams. Like you had no idea at the start of the year kind of what that schedule meant, but now that um, there's a few that are in that window of just selling blokes out. It could just be some really easy matchups going forward for teams that are trying to get into the playoffs. So they can really shape kind of how the playoffs look. Well, I think I said it last week, but the last five weeks I was playing the bottom five teams. Oh, oh no. So, I mean, it doesn't. That Well, that can shuffle, obviously. I played Ben this week. Now I've got second bottom with the commission. I get Woodsy. In a couple of weeks, because we play again. Um, but obviously, the, the, those teams might be around. But you're right; the the relevance of it is these guys are going to be selling out players. So, you know, I think my draw is made up for probably some of the unlucky games I had early in the year where I lost with 190 and stuff. So, you know, I'm not complaining. But still got to win them, and as this week showed, that's not a given. What do you do with the- uh, running back? Yeah, this well clearly the big problem for me at the moment is Kamara's injured. Um, obviously, Edmonds is on IR, so he's got at least two more weeks to miss. I've got Jacobs. I don't know how bad Kamara is. Hopefully, not too bad. And then my wide receivers are just constantly having injury clouds. AJ Brown's carrying injury. Hopkins hasn't played for a couple of weeks. Um, 
obviously we've talked previously about Calvin Ridley and whether he'll be back at all. Just um, I still still a solid lineup. I'm struggling to pick guys. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, up in fifth, Keeney, you're just just ticking along nicely. His team looks so different now. <laughs> oh man, how good! Uh, I think with Keeney's team, though, you look at the value of early wins. Like I think before this week, we were pretty similar on points four, and then whereas well, you were five and four, I was four and five, and then you can sort of have that confidence go, cool, I can just go in. You go in and then now you're looking like one of the better teams in the league. But you are only five and five, aren't you? Or is it six four? four. Okay. So you're pretty confident you're going to be there when the whips are cracking? Because I'm just having a look now. I play the commish again and I play you, no offense. In two weeks. (laughs) I've taken. I've scored 80 points more than you on the season, so... You'd be no, a dog in that game. Well, let's well let's think about what your roster might that's, look like, and let's let's look at the points for over the last four weeks if you want to play that game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you I scored like seventy in week one. A at list rebuild. How do you, you take, get your list? Do you draft that wrong that you score seventy in week one? <laughs> <by the way. laughs> might have something to do with that zero RB strategy. Nah, I tell you what, it's got. Something to do with tight end premium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. It's easy. It's like, going now. Yeah. When you look at the breakdown, uh, Kenny seems 42 and 68 if you played everyone every week. So it's like it'd be third bottom if you use that as a metric. So mm. that early luck yeah. then snowballs into then, especially with Kenny's team where he drafts, he loves his young boys. Um, I do. Oh, I'm peaking. <laughs> Um, the Rolf Harris coaching, though. Elite coaching, yeah, that is so good coaching. Yeah, he's still, he's co- still slightly weak at wide receiver, I reckon. Yeah, it is better to be lucky than good. No, but my point before, <laughs> exactly was, right. Well, who are your keepers if this does turn sour? Cool, uh, yeah. bomb out in the first round of playoffs, like Herbert, who have we got? or I'll just. Or I'll just draft well. Oh, that'll be it's a like change. this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's. I think if you've got once you get to that point where you sort of can compete in the playoffs, I think yeah, it, I'm only Probably going the other way because my team's trash. But yeah, if I if I was yeah. had a win or two more where I'd sort of got lucky wins that I, um, yeah, there would not be a keeper on my team. Uh, to to answer your question, it's probably it's probably I probably sold my two best ones, um, and it's probably down to Khalil Herbert, who realistically isn't a great keeper because of um, Montgomery, but he'll yeah. be relatively cheap, I think. So he might be worth a flyer as kind of that second RB in Chicago. So was he off um, the waivers? So would he be a tenth? He'd be a tenth. Yeah. Um, so he's not. It's it's borderline. Last isn't it? last year. Jamal Williams, Kenyon Drake, Naheem Himes, Tony Pollard. Would you really yeah, take that yeah. over there? I mean, it's borderline. You'd, you'd probably be taking him where your Rashad Penny's. Probably, yeah. probably don't need Madison. To. You're right. Madison in the thirteenth round. Kenneth Gainwell, thirteenth round. Yeah, he might he might get taken next year in the eighth round. Jared Goff, you know what I mean? Like a, it's not a. Mm. 
Jared Goff, yeah. In the are we doing XFL fantasy next year? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! You weren't wrong um, when you traded to me and go. Thank fuck, he's off my roster. <laughs> <laughs> he's so um, bad. I think Ertz could potentially like if he stays at Arizona as yeah. their tight end one. Clutching a bit. Like, I don't have any great ones. You're right. Yeah, especially if there's tight end premium next season. Well, I'm banking on it. <laughs> Pitsy round one. Who knows? Um, um, fourth place, the other guy with a, you could argue a little bit of luck, relatively low points for is Reese, six and four with 1,400, just a 20-odd points ahead of Keeney. Um, he's, um, he's just hanging around. Yeah. Just hanging, so after, around, hanging around. I, think, I don't think Reese is confident in his team. So after... You made the trade for Mahomes. I started putting some feelers out for some keepers. And I was like, oh, um, JK Dobbins, like, what, what would he cost you? And he's just like, not trading him yet. Just, he, he's not confident in his team if he's mm-hmm. not looking to move yeah. JK. Well, look, because what's he, what's he lacking? Like, because he could clearly pick up a very nice player, as you said, for JK Dobbins. He could shop him around to what it basically. You know, you could you could probably get a pretty top end running back or a top end receiver for him. I would he's, think receiver's so, been his weakness all year. That's where he's probably is that. Is. But the question is, has he got a good enough team outside of adding a top end receiver to challenge? That's the biggest. Maybe. Oh, I mean, tight up. end actually is probably the really big gap he's got. Yeah. But because he's got to start Ingram or Dan Arnold. But I mean, he's starting Marvin Jones as a wide receiver. That's you don't really want to be there. You're probably not going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's running back's pretty good, actually. Yeah. And especially if, it's I, fine. like, I think Cook could be just one of those guys that, like Henry, where he just puts up three games in a row of yeah. 35 points. Like, he is of... completely due as well because he's yeah. not been getting touchdowns. We've been throwing it from the one. I, he, 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 I've got him in a different league. He has been, he got stopped at the one yard line five times on the weekend. Like, yeah. no, that no exaggeration. It was five. We, we, it's unbelievable. It, like, as a Vikings fan, it's amazing to watch because he's clearly so good. They just stack the box and Kirk Cousins yeah. just steps back and top, dumps it off over the top to Conklin or, um, or one of those kind of out routes to feel in every time. And as the Kirk Cousins owner, it's the best. Or Kirk Cousins yeah. sneaks it occasionally. It's like, but they do not run it in with Dalvin Cook. And normally, normal seasons, he's he's running in from the ten every time. So that's going to turn. He's going to come good. Regression is undefeated. Also, just having a look, he's got Camo uh, this week. Well, that's and then yeah. He's got me. Um, so, and then he then he plays uh, Keeney and Havers to finish the season. But I mean, he should be eight and four going into the last two games. So yeah, once you get to eight, eight, eight wins will get you in. Yeah. Yes. yeah, seven will get you this year. It's tight, isn't it? Or was that going to be? Well, because he's because he's lower point score. Do you think eight gets you in? I suppose yeah. it probably should. Should it? Yeah, I think it always ends up being less than like one less than you think. So I think eight probably will get you in. But yeah. I mean, it could be this year if, depending on all the top teams win. Yeah, if like me, Woodsy, mm. then I mean, I think there's only. Yeah, three teams. If it was like four or five teams that were like, nah, we're just done, then it could be higher. But yeah, I think, yeah, I've talked myself back down to eight. Uh, yeah. 
I get I, you for sure, I reckon. I mean, have you won three in a row? Four. Do you know in week eight, if you played mm-hmm. every member of the league, you would have only won two yeah, games? And in week nine, yeah. you would have only won one game. Fuck me, mate. Week eight was, wasn't week eight my glorious bye week? Wasn't week eight yeah, my was, glorious bye week? Yeah, it was week eight, yeah. It's unreal. What about week seven? You can ignore that one because I scored well. well. Seven and four. That's, that's worthy of a win. And uh, this, this week. What about, absolutely what about it, this week? Well, I'm just saying, well, all things yeah, equal. No, we're, building, we're building, mate. We're, just, we're building. No, mate, well done. Yeah, it's, no, that's fair. Pr- proud of you. As um, I think we talked about on the podcast, I know have this conversation every time I talk to Camo. Early wins is everything. If you can get a few lucky wins early, you just you set yourself up to do whatever you want to do with your roster. If you lose early, you just it's you're so much Chasing more limited. Um, one guy that won early, third position, but he's sliding, and that's Fitzy, six and <laughs> four. We talked about him earlier. How how nervous are we? I reckon you he's, he's everyone's second favorite this. team. You are willing. You are willing this into existence. It's like <laughs> watching. It's like watching a train crash from a distance. I can just see it coming <laughs> it? down the line, and the the wheels are the bolts are falling out, and the brakes are shaking, and the tracks are bent up ahead, and he's just slowly hurtling towards it, and there's nothing. That, uh, yeah. I'm he's a Newton Newton this nervous. week at the moment. I mean, that... yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm a Fitzy believer. He's got. Do you Tyreke think he'll make playoffs? He has to, because you know that Tyreek Hill is going to have one or two games in the next. It's every second week usually, so he'll get him over the line with a, a forty pointer. Devontae Adams. That's <laughs> your, actually your a good picture, Woodsy. Woodsy of your team. Woodsy. That's so good. <laughs> What's it? It's a, oh yeah, it's that it's that meme, yeah. It's a yeah. um, it's a good Narcos week. To, in one. fairness, it's, it's, a, it's a good week to get him. I would have thought, Woodsy. I yeah, actually think it's no not Stafford. a bad week to get him. He's got to play no staff. He's got to play Cam Newton and Mac Jones, who's good yeah, real life QB, but fantasy's been hit and miss. Chris Carson won't play. Like I just doubt it. Um, and then you know, the Henry, how many times so he's going to drop scoring? a skill yeah. position player? I gave him a tip off on Cam Newton too. I gave him the nudge. Said, "Hey, mate, I know you're looking for a QB. I don't know. I don't know why." Do you that. honestly think he'll start Cam Newton? I, I, I don't think. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit more pessimistic with How'd you. How do you go? How do you go this week? Most. Eleven. Uh, he just he go. came in like a, on the goal line. He played uh, yeah four snaps. He's, so he's taking starter snaps, so they reckon he's going to start. He twice. Yeah, but that. Yeah. I know we spent a bit of time on the. The faces, the pictures, but how's the Cam Newton face? You guys seen on the app with the hair just directly straight up? <laughs> Looking at it right now, it's just yeah, never seen anything uh, like it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the main thing he's about Cam Newton is too. we now know that he's back. Yeah, he's back. I'm back. He's back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Penalty. Cam Newton experience. Um. Yeah, that's the way to get your first touchdown and give away an unsportsmanlike, just to remind everyone you're a good bloke. <laughs> Second, now now this is the real business end. The two teams that are yeah. probably fair to say battling it out, at least at least for yep. now. Jared in second. Top score. He's gone gone ahead, highest score for the year, 6-4. Got the best team. 
and the most waiver wire budget. It's it's incredible. Most deep, roster moves too, I think. Deep as fuck. Debo, Taylor, and Pittman are his, and Chase are his winners. Yeah. That's that's what set him apart. How he's got all of them. They've all gone off. And he did, he just got McCaffrey back. Uh, it's a very strong. It's a very strong. It's a very strong team, isn't it? Yeah, and McCaffrey is frightening to play against. My oh, God, he's unreal. You forget, Especially you forget like week. how ridiculous he is. He was every single target, pretty much. Yeah, he had every 10 play, catches he and they the took ball. him off. Over yeah, if it wasn't, he could have. He could have scored fifty. He could have scored fifty. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, he's, right he's, he's team strong. Um, He's you know, clearly we talked about it last week. He's the one to beat without question. Um, got some decent keepers as well. Like you could, yeah, he's he's flying. Darius Tony Rob Gronkowski is super cheap. If we think yeah. he's going to go, yeah, he could. Next season. Yeah, it's a good call. He could certainly improve it again. Yep. Yeah. He, um, he snaffled Devonta Freeman, who he's almost like a starting running back at the moment. If just depending on how things shake out, I don't think he's going to end up at Baltimore as a starting running back, but a bit of a resurgence. Like it's just, yeah, yeah it's just a few guys he's, that he's, he can just pick from depending on what happens yeah. next year. I mean, you can also, the third and fourth round is just Burrow and Chase back to back next year. Oh, and Debo Samuel. You'll be, you'll be absolutely picking him. Oh yeah. Well, mm. Fitzy took Samuel. Bear with me. What about Pittman, mate? Round. What, what what round was Pittman? Pittman uh, he was a seventh round, round as well. Oh. I'm looking at eight here. That's good value. He'll be a he'll be a top. He'll be about that, if not a bit better. So I reckon that's that's keepable. Yeah. So he'll be taking Debo and Pittman with fourth and fifth. That's unreal. Debo would yeah, be like a really good third rounder at this rate. Yeah. And then it's a nice luxurious position to be in. Fourth. Yeah. Or Tony's favorite. <clears throat> yeah, you've second and you've got all these keepers. Um, it's his his to lose, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, do we think RB two, RB two is the is the concern here? No, because McCaffrey's like, in his flex. Oh yeah, no, it's really not a concern, is it? No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's a scary that team. guy. It's a tough matchup for him this Maybe week, but QB, outside QB of that, two. there's one <laughs> position this week, he's got to he's got to fill with. Someone like Ayuk or yeah. Judy, but I mean, it's not really a big problem. Like everyone's yeah. got a weak player somewhere. Um, I still yeah. reckon, though, second best team. I reckon the best team is Havers. I've said it all year, and I stick by it. He's won it. No. In the bank, he's coming up against Ben this week. So there's another win. Just mark that one down. Yeah. And don't worry about the projections because he's currently got. Two non-starting quarterbacks in his lineup. Like, might as well, might as well, well, yeah, might as well just leave it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Take your knee, you still in. You can grab the trophy now. Um, get Take the belt a going. knee. Um, the thing with, I mean, he, I think he needs Diggs to play like he did this week. Um, if he's going to win it, just with like him and Cup, if you can get sixty from them, which is very realistic, the way they're. Or yeah, way Diggs played this week and Cups plays every week. Um, I mean, I think that's what he has to do to win. So it's, but then like if CH when CH comes back, if he takes some of Williams' work, then like Landry is his other wide receiver. It's a bit um, iffy there. 
QB2 is a bit of a worry. Bridgewater, yeah. okay. Bit hit and miss. Daniel Jones, he's got sitting on the pine. Yeah, yeah there's, um, a, there's a few things that need to go his way. But if they do, he's right in the mix for yeah. sure. You would think playoffs. Would you start Daniel Jones or Bridgewater? Yeah. I think it's matchup based. Yeah. Really? I'd, uh, yeah. I would. Because okay. I see one as big upside and the other one is safe. Yeah, Bridgewater high floor, Jones high ceiling. Yep. Yeah, you're getting you get thirty or five out of Jones, and you're probably getting yeah twelve to eighteen out of Bridgewater. It kind playing, of depends who you're playing, I reckon. Yeah, grand final. Yeah, and it, 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 you'd love if they were both late games. Yeah, if you yep. could just see how the games playing out. Yeah, no, that's he's, right. He's very sneakily accumulated the number one kicker and the number two defense as well. I dropped the Pats defense last week. Um, and he's obviously scooped them up. But my rationale, the their buyers still to come, but they've also got a really hard draw for the rest yeah. of the year through playoffs. And that. So I dropped them after the you can keep them to the if he gets to the granny, uh, they play Jacksonville week 17. Could be a match winner there. They could put up 40 points against Jacksonville. Yeah. 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 Fair call. Um, all right. Well, that's our ladder. That's 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 exhaustive. We've gone through that in intricate detail. Probably what we haven't gone through yet, and we, we're going to do this quickly because we've got two weeks to get through, is just the upcoming fixtures. Um, and then we're going to do a quick preview of rivalry around the week after, if, if that works for the listeners out there. And if it doesn't, well, this is a one-way medium, so you don't get any say in it. Um, kicking us off quickly for this week, boys, we'll just do a... What is it? A one-liner on each game and a uh, prediction. Maybe we just do a tip. Just we're, we've been here too long already. Let's just do a tip. All right, tip. let's do a tip. Tips out for the boys. <laughs> First one is the Kimish versus me. I'm tipping you. I'm tipping me, Manny. That's a win. Uh, yeah. No, I'll go, Steve. I'm gonna go Kimish. Oh. Whoa! The reverse. It's not the reverse mods. It's number one. I'm behind in the tips, and number two, maybe it is a bit of reverse mods. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, second one: Havers versus Ben. Havers. 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 Yeah, I'll go. I'm going to go Ben. No. Oh. A couple of things. You've no, just, you just spoken five minutes ago about how if the team to beat, he's not going to lose. And great yeah, I know. And then I've done it all year. Of... AJ Dillon. Two oh, letters man. and a word is why I'm going back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fitzy versus Woodsy. I'm going to tip myself. Four words. Armon, Raya, St. Brown. Well, that <laughs> Woodsy versus who? Fitzy. Fitzy. Fitzy, whichever one you said. Uh, keeping in mind, Daryl Henderson will not be on my team. He's going to the highest. No, I'm tipping. I'm I'm tipping Woodsy too. Get around yeah. me, guys. So Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones will not hey, be on my team. I know it's a fucking fire sale. I'm tipping Fitzy just because of the curse. Fitzy, no. I'm going to say this. Kelsey's not going to be on my team. Fitzy could still finish second bottom. <laughs> just, just register that. 
normality resumes. <laughs> We've briefly interrupted your regular programming. If, um, well, if Fitzy <laughs> loses this week, does Fitzy start selling off players for keepers? Oh, it's it's just <laughs> going to be the most tragic. Obviously, Mike Tagliere was the most tragic thing that's happened this year. This is probably number two. If Fitzy <laughs> somehow misses the playoffs from here. Um, Henry Rugg three. Yeah. <laughs> Reese versus Camo. I'm not even sure we Reece. need to tip on this one. Even yeah. I'll tip Reese here. Reese. Yep. Camo. And then. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. You're joking, aren't you? I mean, he has You'll got trouble. You'll find a way, mate. him up. You'll find a way. You'll find a way. All right. Register that. And uh, lock, lock Cam- me in and we'll talk about it in two weeks. Cam versus Dale. Big game, two five v fives. Huge like game. Yeah, I reckon Dale's win. going to treat this as a last ditch as well. I reckon Cam if he gets me. starting, he might go rebuild. Cam for me. I gotta, yeah, I got to go Cam too. He's just he's flying at the moment with his new team. Match of the round. Here we go. Is that a one? Is that a one sixty projection? I see. Yep. Yep. It is. Wow. This is match of the round. This is a huge one. So Keeney versus Jared. Projections 163 to 156. Don't fucking talk to me about projections. And if you're, <laughs> if you're looking uh, for any me. context of what that actually looks like in real life, there's no other team above 150. In fact, Cam at 146 is the next highest in the whole. So it's, it's the 1v2 seed of the week playing each other. Um, and... Uh, Gonna go with Keeney. I'm going with Jared. I can. I just yes. fell in love with CMC. I'm going Jared too. And, I, and the the thing to call out here, he's projected 156, and that's with Mark Ingram projected for three. If Kamara doesn't play, you can add about ten on straight away to that projection. And if Kamara does play, you probably just start someone else. So because he can bring any of his wide receivers in, so his team's better than his projection is too. It's be tight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could argue though that Daniel Carlson, the kicker for for the Raiders, should have a higher projection than seven, so we can play this game all, all, all day if you want. <laughs> well, can you argue that? <laughs> yeah, I'm tipping me for sure. Let's go five in a row. Yeah. All right. Everyone's doing this one. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. Yeah, scoring high at the right time of year. Then let's get into rivalry round, right? So, um, do we, maybe let's do a very brief description of why these are rivals, because <laughs> it's a while since we, Kamish, uh, we all put in a nomination for rivalry round, and you basically yeah, three two one, three two one. All right. So I'm not run through the games. If if we do a, we'll do a quick description of why they're rivals, and then quick discussion yeah. on it. So. The first one is Havers versus Cam. Where's that rivalry from? Uh, so just they've known each other since they were like kids. They both grew up in Melton, so Ooh. they must hate everyone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that could be a big game, actually, in a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, yeah especially Havers, with both Havers QBs no, um, a few out. Yeah. Havers loses Kyler Murray, but Cam loses Pat Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah, huge. So, yeah. I mean, we don't need a tip now, but that'll be... And particularly if um, 
depending on the results this week, if Habers loses and Cam wins this week, that could really start to shape some playoff picture. Yeah, yeah look, and once again, I, I obviously recognise that, um, you know, obviously I want Havers to win. I've, Cam's a close rival for me, so I traded him Mahomes. So he would be on by when he played Havers. So just a little insight into the brain. Did you have traded him someone that was on by when they played you? Or was it, well, was it, no, was that was or... again. It was it was a double whammy because it made it made me um, it made sure that I wasn't having Mahomes when I was in rivalry round with Woodsy, oh, course, and I did yeah. promise I did promise to end Woodsy's season. So I'm yeah. happy to stick to that promise. Does it does that mean if I offered you a tantalising trade for Travis Kelsey, yes, that you would not accept such? Yeah, a trade? it depends. There's there's thresholds to everything, Woodsy, as you know. I'd only do it like a minute before the round started. Because I know you don't trade him to someone else I'd for something to, good. <laughs> I'd have to make sure Kamish was up. Yep. <laughs> um, second one is myself versus Camo. Um, oh. That rivalry goes back to the fact that I think it was about the first four seasons of the league we played each other in the final. So it was, it was a big rivalry there. Back in hold the on, day. hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. It only, what are we, 90 minutes in yet? 90 minutes today to bring up the, the past glories of, of Could the be a record. Yeah. Fuck, man. Didn't, didn't, uh, I, didn't mention who won. I'm surprised, but... I'm surprised Camo is not, like, not on a bye this week. Isn't his biggest rival the league? Like, no one likes him <laughs> <in> the league. <laughs> He's, um, and it's probably apt as well that I'm playing him as the person that, like, you know, we're doing a podcast where, like, yeah, you know, very active in the group chat. Camo, who's yeah. just not interested at all. Yeah, that's probably. Fair. I mean, the commissioner probably would be the, the next level of engaged in the league versus the least engaged. Yeah, you could you could put like a fake draft on this week for, for Camo <laughs> and he'd have to he'd have to complete the draft. Yeah. It's a disaster for him. What yeah, a rivalry. Camo versus rocking up to a draft. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... It's it's my birthday next week, and that's how I'm ensuring he doesn't turn up to my party. Is I'm just saying it's the draft, <laughs> so no chance of having to pay for him on the bar tab. Um, but now look, I don't know. It's it's a hard one to predict these foreign events. It's a bad week for me because I get the Cardinals on by, but Camo might just keep trading out his players. So who knows where we'll be in two weeks' time? Um, the next one is this a note? Wait, before you go on, Manny. Sorry for butting in. Is this a note for next year, Kamish, that perhaps we should have rivalry round a little bit earlier so that people aren't already into, like, destroy my list mode? Mm. Yeah, there was definitely a – I noticed that as well. I think that will definitely be on the thing to see what people's opinion on that is. Yep. I reckon Love week it. one. I just I just didn't see the, the league – I just didn't see the league destroying their rosters the way <laughs> it's going down right now. Like, I, think I didn't think it would be like Because we have a late – trade deadline whereas a lot of leagues sort of had it last like a yeah. week or two ago where then I don't think there would have been as many future trades like except for Ben that would have done them so um, I mean it could be a case to bring the trade deadline earlier as well, well the craziness is as Kenny said before there's two wins between second and 11th <laughs> and like People blowing up I'll their rosters. And maybe we're making more about the roster blocks than is really like. There's not any. It's not like anyone's traded away their first five picks or anything like that. There's been a couple of highly <laughs> questionable trades, but as in questionable in the short term. Um, but but for the most part, you know, I don't know. Um, the, the the next one, Kamish 
you versus Reese, and take us to the history of that rivalry. I got no issue with Reese. Um, it was more just I know Reese the best, um, the poonhound that he is. Um, and <laughs> what about uh, wasn't the, like, is there a bit of a teeth rivalry? I've noticed you calling him Chompers. No, it journey. was. Um, we call him Chompers because we were watching the play, uh, playoffs. We're talking about how it, everyone in high school has like that one kid that everyone calls Chompers. And then we don't have a friend that we call Chompers. So we're like, Reese, you don't have a nickname. You're now Chompers. <laughs> I like that. It's a good story. Um, but, and then, like, and then it sort of was just a numbers thing where I'm the one who knows Reese the best. You know, I'm sure we'll develop a rivalry playing each other twice a year. Yeah. You really are. You're playing up the rivalry here, really. Look, it's it's like when they had rivalry around the footy, and it was like there would always be like St Kilda v like Fremantle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's always got to be one less rivalry, but we're yeah. gonna build it. Like Ross, we'll start slagging Ross off next week, and we'll go from there. Yeah, fair enough. Ross um, Line Cup. Yeah, the Ross Line Cup. <laughs> yeah. um, this one's a genuine. He destroyed our list worse than yours. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of bit of AFL talk there. Go on. Um, well, th- this is um, this is a genuine rivalry. So the next one is Jared versus Dale, and mm. the rivalry here is <laughs> <laughs> Dale punched Jared at my box. <laughs> Wait, why did he punch Wait, Jared? The, the can big we, can the here. podcast get the story here? This is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So the story is, um, and and obviously, as given it was my box, I'm probably the most impartial judge who was not impaired at all at the time. So I've got crystal clear memory of the events. Yeah. Um, the it was a was he were you there? Was he? You were, were, yeah. Yeah, you were there. And Kenny, yeah. you would probably would have been there too. No. Um, you weren't there. Oh, just... I would have been in Sydney. Oh uh, yeah, of course. So the firstly, just to set the scene, it was a in a farm, but literally there was no house. It was just a block of land in the country. And um, those organising had, despite the fact that I've never gone camping in my life, decided that just a, a lock-in in a blank paddock somewhere was was a perfect type of box for me. So it, it, it was obviously like a, a fairly rowdy atmosphere. There was like a fire and um, one of the guys, Chiba, would, would man for those who played football down at Mazin over the years, he'd set up like this spit and... This guy, Weeksy, who some of the listeners, some of the 10 listeners will know, he was just being an absolute pest and just taking bits of meat straight off the spit and putting them into his mouth. Like just, you know how, like, you got to cut it, shave it properly when it's yeah. on the spit. He's just pulling bits off, chunks off. And Chiba was just getting fired up and just, like, getting really annoyed. And so someone's like, Chiba, mate, just, you know, just go, stand over there, have a drink, just, just oh, sit yeah. around. So Dale took it upon himself to guard the spit. So Weeksy's he's just grabbing a bit, eating it, grabbing a bit, eating it. And Dale's getting really fired up and he's like, oh, you know, get over. He's like, Weeksy, you do that again, I'm going to knock you out. And so Weeksy, you know, uh, so he sits down. And then Jared, who just stood there watching the whole thing, just walked up, smiled at, at Dale, took a handful of meat off the spit <laughs> and put it in his mouth. And Dale just went like <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it was one of those, like, you know that, and like they, they don't know each other. I think they, they don't know each other. Yeah, and I think they <laughs> not really. Put out there. At the time, they they barely knew each other, 
And it's one of those, you know, like the shock heard around the world type thing. <laughs> like this was in Very a paddock good. in the middle of nowhere, no reception or anything. Within about half an hour, I think Shaz must have been having her hands, but word had got through to the hands. <laughs> and Jared's fiance, Dale's fiance, were like firing messages off to people and like it had just yeah. so anyway. Um, that, that was the, that's the Jared getting one. like rowdy about food. He does that. He stole your burger after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he did too last year. He did too. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully Jonathan Taylor can punch a few in in this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Looking at the the way that the teams are shaping up at the moment, looks like it. Dale might have a bit of work to do. Um, the next rivalry. I reckon we'll kind of save the best two for last. Um, we might save the biggest for last because we've got you both on the pod. But the next one is the old Fitzy versus Ben. Now, I mean, I think that we're pretty pretty obvious where that one's come from. The, the two of them have fought <laughs> being after. absolutely rubbish. <laughs> I'm still so, uh, so annoyed that we got robbed of uh, Spoon Bowl last year when Ben got the win to. Take it away from us. Yeah. It would have been uh, the greatest moment of the league. Would have been just that spoon bowl in the last round. Yeah. So what happened was this in the loser finals? They... No. So it was they were playing each other like the week before the playoffs. Oh, and that's going right. in, Fitzy had like had one win and Ben had two. And but then the Fitzy had a higher score. Have... And then, right. like two weeks before, Ben like upset someone and got a win, and so then he got. It was out of reach. So the yeah. spoon yeah. ball, like Fitzy was That's sending right. me like video clips of him running up the stairs in Philly to make a promo package for <laughs> Manny it just told big. us that it's still a chance. Well, second, it could be bottom and second bottom. Yeah, exactly. They could still, yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't play each other in the last round, though. No, and I, and I mean, <laughs> Fitzy's won five more games than Ben at this point in time, but second bottom still possibly. Uh, and then the last one, Keenan Woodsy. It's either oh, you guys I don't even know through. why this is a rivalry. It's nothing but love here. No, <laughs> it's, it's, love. it's. I think it's it stemmed from uh, the hipster Tyreek Hill that lives rent free in my mind each and every day. And I actually looked at. I actually got in touch with Fitzy about wanting to get him for my matchup against you, but then realised he was on by, so I gave that away. But that would have yeah. been funny if I if I tried to Tyreek Hill. In. But in all seriousness, I think in our matchup, what is it, week 12? Week 12. Yep, yep. Uh, look, the, the highest fantasy, and I've, this is just off my own bat, I think Woodsy will agree, but the, the highest fantasy scorer of this week in this matchup will be awarded the Mike Taglier medal. Um, <laughs> so, so big stakes for uh, whoever yeah, top scores. I was hoping it could be Tyreek, but he's on by. It's nice of you to make it um the Mike Mike Tags medal. I thought you were yeah. going to say cane corns or something like that. <laughs> well, we <laughs> could be the hipster trophy with just a pair of glasses on a um on top of a plaque. Danny, if I beat you this week, do you promise to draft a running back within the first five rounds next year? <laughs> I'm trying to uh, help you. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm two games clear of you, so I'm good for the help. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I might. We'll see. You might. All right. <laughs> Depends if it's tight and premium. <laughs> Have you, no. you've still got, yeah, your entire running back room has been traded in, haven't they? Just looking at it now. 
He's confused. He's, you're you are light at running back, aren't you, King? I'm just looking at you, Ted. Yeah, As in, like, you've literally got two two guys and that's it. I'd have it no other way, Manny. They'll both get injured this week. Let's like hope my so. guys did. Yeah, a double oh. injury. And, and I, I tell you, it happened to me last week with Kamara and Edmonds. It can happen. Just double single, injury and your just, team's done. Just a single injury, really. Yeah. Just to add to the excitement of rivalry round, I realise that it's Thanksgiving next week, so we get oh. three games on the Friday. Uh-huh. Ooh. That is, well, half my fucking roster's playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's handy. I've got, yeah, I got no Swift, shit. Lamb, Prescott, uh, Carlson, the kicker, Robinson, Gallup. Jesus Christ. I could Jesus. field Goff. I could field my whole roster on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold Do on. It. Just oh, hold on for three days. All yeah, I've got is Josh Allen. That's cool. Oh, that you might you might win after, uh, after one day. <laughs> there's actually no point in looking at my my team for two weeks away because they'll all be gone. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a good call. You should do that. I'll be trying to win, like Kelsey on by. I'll be trading well, for someone that can win. This oh, yeah, is the right. other thing for you, Woodsy, and you've talked a lot about you selling your team. It's going to cost you plenty of money if you do that. Because you've got all these season bets with Keeney and I. I don't know what That's other fine. side bets you got. Just you're doing that well that you just it's what 150 to Keeney and 100 to me. Ah, but to Woodsy's point is he'll no, no. he'll try Keeney's and sell. He's already down for, 50, so he can only, try and. I can only be sell. minus 50 to Keeney. Oh, yeah. so yeah. 150 total is the worst you can. Yeah, yeah, but you'll try I've and got sell some key, yeah. for yeah for something that that's going to help me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly, because I've already got some decent decent keepers. Um, yeah, we we touched on a couple already. Odell potentially, Jimmy G potentially if he's a starter next year. Mike Williams, the piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown's a, a sneaky. Like there, there's options there. I wonder now. I I'm not one to give you some advice, Woodsy, but please do. I wonder. I wonder if Camo would be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. And just lock away the insurance. Oh, one, maybe two starters next year. If Jimmy gets traded, that could be appealing. Oh, I wish Camo was listening, but he's definitely not. Throw him an offer, mate. You'll just, you'll never be, uh, you, you never know what's going to come your way. Fuck, I'll ask for Najee Harris and see what, see what he says. You, you know what would be the worst, though? If Camo did that bad. trade and then Garoppolo stays at San Fran. Yeah, that's and right. then they go down to the wire with a week one decision on who's <laughs> yeah. starting, and he's got to pick which keeper to take. I mean, that's a take that's them both. A, just wrap up the whole quarterback room. Yeah, well, you, you take them both, or you could just do what Cam did this year and basically take both with like 17, 18, if you got two guys in a in a split. But what's he do it? Do it for me. See if you can get something for Garoppolo from. All right. What's Why up, not? Let's go. Why not? Let's do this. I'll do it live on the on the pod. <laughs> Wait, oh, no, if, of, if you're trading Camo, Mike Williams is where you want who you want to trade him because he would yeah, love sorry. his charges keeper. That's a really good point. But speaking of, didn't we have a live trade on air going down? What's happened to that? I offered oh, yeah, him from the commission. Yeah, I offered him uh, Zeke for. Uh, oh, has that gone down? No, I offered it to him. Has not gone down. Um, what was it? Can you explain it, please? It was Zeke uh, for Deshaun Watson was the offer. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll counter. Hmm. Oh, there we go. Zeke for Rashad Bateman. <laughs> no. 
Like, Shall like I want one of the top tier. Like, I either want physique. I would want Deshaun Watson from you or J.K. Dobbins from Reese. Wait, didn't you have Rashad Bateman, Steve? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. What if I what if I gave you Bateman and Jordan Love? Um, that makes me less want to do it. This is riveting podcasting. <laughs> yeah, right, <fine. laughs> You're right. It's probably not that interesting. All right. I'll um I will probably not make that trade with you, but I'll I'll take it offline and think about it. Oh, what I, what fa- I might do. My favorite phrase at work, I'll take it offline. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd ideally, if we're playing the following week and I've got another week just to see where my team's stacking up, I might consider it a bit more, but yeah, I don't know. Good to know. Thanks. Anyone who wants to uh, make me an offer for Deshaun Watson, though, I'll consider an offer oh, next week. fuck's sake. <laughs> this podcast has become more and more about the propaganda that comes out of Steve's mouth. I'm just, if he's if he's gonna just do that kind of stuff, I'll just you know let it. I got a little fucking text come through during this podcast, and Steve, obviously you're gonna do what's best for your team. I have to do what's best for mine as well. Yeah. I do have an offer from Steve if things go pear shaped for me this week. Josh Allen for the Sean Watson. Um, oh, I told him I'd be very sake. interested in that. Uh, obviously, if I lose this week, I'm probably zero chance of making the, the final. So if someone can best that offer with keeper value, I, uh, come, and, come and have a chat. Come and have a chat. It's an interesting trade, like actually. Because, yeah, um, yeah, I know. Because it but happened right before our game. Yeah, I know. But it is, that is a, that's almost like the prototype of why yeah. these keepers are interesting. Yeah, I don't know it? if I love like, it. To be honest, but that's it's it's you're literally going. I'll give up basically so, nothing because my season's done, and I'll get no, that for next year. Well, but that's, Woody, that's like, why you do it the last. If you think that you're definitely not making it, then what's the no, point of holding on to anyone? Yeah, it's a no-brainer for me. And it's an, like, it's kind like of a Andrew no-brainer said. for me because I go well. If I keep him, I'm gambling to get myself back to the same position next year to have a chance. So I may as well. As yeah. I know I'm here now. I may as well try. Which is why yeah. I'd want to wait till the last week to pull the trigger. Yep. Yeah. And like Andrew said, it's it's in like myself, him, Ben's best interest. Like if we are out, load up yeah. just because it'll minimize the amount of keepers that you guys can have. Even if we have six or seven each, we can only take the best three. We're taking yeah. four each away from the league. That'd be unreal. Big league up for next year. The best, the best, and this is where it gets interesting, is like, do you back your current team enough to hold on to your keepers? If you're a contender, you know, like it would be like me hold, or like Jared's got a few we talked about. Him going, I'm going to hold on to him, and I'm not going to try and top up even further. Honestly, the way that some of the trades have gone through, I think you have to try and better your team. Like you, you, yeah. we just saw Trey Lance go for Patrick Mahomes. You might think you have the best team right now, but if someone does something like that, it changes things drastically. Someone mm. brings in Josh Allen, and that's their new QB two. Or he would obviously be QB one, and you know you might have Kyler Murray and Josh Allen all of a sudden. Yeah, pretty unreal. Yep. Scary thought. And Travis Kelsey, he's very available. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Kelsey in, and we'll do the trade this week. With you. Um. All right. Anything else from anyone? No. No. Let's get out it's of been here. a been a, pre- a privilege having you on, Woodsy. It's been fantastic. It has been Thank a pleasure, Woodsy. Guys. Thank you. We appreciate you getting dressed up for the occasion. 
That's this is right. the first pod, yeah. podcast I've done sober. Yeah, drunk woodsy is fun. That's just I spend a lot of time. Maybe we can get Dale. maybe we can get Dale on next week or in two weeks. If, yep. if particularly if his team's down the shitter, it'd be yep. good to get some reaction. Yeah, please do. I think it's probably that point in the season where we better get organised and start getting guests on. So to the listeners out there, stay by your phones. We'll come calling. <laughs> can we start? Actually, can we just start calling people on the podcast without <laughs> telling them? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but how? Girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a TV Penis show. We have that asshole. that graphic that says on the phone, and it's just got like a picture <laughs> of the phone. <laughs> What's your name? Cool. There you go, listeners. Be prepared for a call at any time. <laughs> Literally at any time because we're not very organised. We're booking this in. <laughs> All right. Good luck to everyone for this week and for next week for rivalry round. Good luck to Keeney who's going to do an actual draft between now and then. And good luck to everyone who's going to be uh, just fleecing all their quality for keepers. When we next convene as a podcast, there will undoubtedly be plenty to unpack. Ruby, 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 Ruby.